Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Awesome.com NBA Strategy Show presented by No House Advantage. I'm Dave Lochran, along with Adam Share at Ship My Money DFS. Hit the man up. Follow me at Lafayette underscore D, L-O-U-G-H-Y underscore D for those of you podcast listeners. 12 games, man. What a weird schedule it's been this week. You had four yesterday. You got 12 today and then one single game tomorrow. I guess a March Madness thing between the Pistons and the Orlando Magic. Josh Engelman and I will be doing his strategy show on the Pistons and the Orlando Magic tomorrow morning. But uh, what's going on, dude? Yeah, pretty pretty brutal schedule this week. The only plus for me is I am off tomorrow. So, I mean, I guess if I have to deal with a 12-gamer on Wednesday and Friday, it, it kind of makes up for it just not having to work on Thursday. Uh, should I even look to see what Friday's schedule looks like? 12. No. Yep. Oh, come on. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Happy to have you guys with us. Hit that thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. If you want to join down below, you know what to do. Hit it. Get in on the action. You can still get in on the March Madness bracket, too. Right, Jordan? It's still open? Yeah? Okay. Still open? Are we sure about that? Okay. Still open? You see it in his eyes. He's very confident in his answer. He did seem confident there. You don't think those eyes were confident eyes? Or are you being serious? I was being serious. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, sometimes it'll be like, right? You yeah, don't really no, that was a it. very like his eyes were popping out of his head as he's like nodding emphatically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, hit that you get the free super chats each month, custom emojis, sweet badges like Tony has. Damn, dude's iced up. And uh, get into that bracket. Some awesome, some awesome prizes. Uh, Year of Awesome plus Platinum, the first thousand dollar value. Some uh, betting Discord stuff that we got going on as well that we got the uh, free passes to that. You name it, all of that good stuff. What's going on? Let's make it happen. 12 games. Uh, this, this is a lot, but as you mentioned before we got started, a lot of times with these type of slates, you can just kind of cruise through certain games because there's no real need to try and get into the weeds with every single player when you've got so much else to choose from. Yeah, it's different than like, I mean, yesterday we spent, you know, 20 minutes talking about Memphis in part because it was like, oh, well, don't forget that the Anthony Melton could do well if X, Y, Z happens or Brandon Clark could do well if this happens. Like on a 12 game slate, it's just like if, if you have to use more than like two or three sentences to explain how someone becomes a good play, they probably don't really need to be talked about. You could find a way. Yeah, but but like, <laughs> they, yeah, no, I know you're right. It's totally unnecessary. Yeah. 
Dylan Brooks, man. What? Ugh, come on. That was brutal. The whole Memphis team got there except for Brooks. But that's kind of what I mean, right? Like Karen yeah. Jackson, Steven Adams, Tyus Jones. John Conchar, DeAnthony Melton, Bain Brandon Clark. <laughs> and, and, Bain, and, and Dylan, Dylan Brooks was like the one guy that just brutal, man. Kyrie yeah. Irving dropped 60 through a little more than three quarters. I mean, yeah, that 89 DraftKings points. Absurd performance from Kyrie. I mean, he was 14 yeah. for 17 at one point in the first half. They couldn't stop. It was not. Yeah, I, I stopped um, paying much attention to the DraftKings app around the end of the first quarter when Brooks had zero points and Kyrie already had like 40. Likewise. Yeah. There, and, and there was a point where I'm like, all right, you know, Booker, maybe Booker McCollum can make up for this. And then close to as it neared halftime i was like zero chance they come close to making up for this yeah because like the first quarter was like all right he had a massive first quarter but a lot of times guys you know don't do anything in the second and then if they have a disappointing second half you know the game was obviously going to blow out so it's like oh maybe he'll get to like 50 55 and i'll have a chance and then he had 56 with two minutes to go in the first half <laughs> it was really one of the most remarkable halves of basketball you'll ever see right from an efficiency standpoint yeah, it was crazy. And, and it was the night after you got Carl Anthony Towns doing basically the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Back to back 60 point days. The first two 60 point games of the season, I think, were back to back. So it's crazy. Uh, what's his name? Drillin? Is that your real name, dude? Drillin? For real? Drillin. Okay. Kyrie could have gotten 100 fantasy points easy. The thing is, though, like there's, it's so hard to get to a hundred when you are single-handedly blowing the other team out. Like if, yes, if he played four quarters, he's getting to a hundred, no doubt about it, but he was single-handedly beating the Orlando magic. At one point he had 42, they had 53. He had 14 made field goals when they had 17 as a team. You can't make that stuff up. Right. Yeah. I mean, you needed Orlando obviously to, to hang in that game, but uh, yeah, easily could have gotten to a hundred. All right. Let's make it happen, man. Atlanta, Charlotte, 238 and a half total. This game's fascinating to me just because neither team's actually playing at a super fast pace over the last month, but neither has a good defense. Again, as you can see from the total, uh, things could get wild here. John Collins is out. Uh, we're still waiting on Danilo Gallinari, but he's probable to play, so we'll just assume that's going to be the case. I think this is probably one of those games where we get to a decent amount for a 12-game slate. How do you want to start it off with, with, with Danilo? Do you want to start it off with Capella in a really good spot against that Charlotte front court? We could go to Trey Young. Uh, a couple spots to get to today that look pretty appealing. Yeah, I mean, I think starting it off with Trey Young, he, he's been phenomenal without Collins on the floor this year. Gets a good matchup. Price tag didn't adjust after last game. So he's still sitting at 10-3 on DraftKings. Um, just, I think, you know, a very, very strong option there. But also with Collins out, you typically get more playing time for Capella. He's only 6,100. Um, the, the one minor concern I have is that with Gallinari expected to be back, you do run the risk of Atlanta not giving 48 minutes to their centers uh, last game with Gallinari out and Collins out. You could feel pretty comfortable that you were going to get a full 48 minutes between Capella and a Kongwu. Now with Gallinari back, there's still a pretty good chance that you get 48 minutes from those guys, but there's a non-zero chance that you get a closing lineup where it's like Trey Young, Bogdanovich, Herter, Hunter, Gallinari, and that, you know, Capella plays 24 minutes and a Kongwu plays 18 or something. So uh, that is a little bit of a risk there, but 
you know, still, I think a very high upside spot for Capella. Any priorities from Atlanta? Uh, young. And then also, you know, if Gallinari, assuming Gallinari is starting at 4,500, that looks like a pretty good value here, assuming he's going to play 30 to 32 minutes. The other side. Like, Trey Young is the, the yeah, real answer there. Great spot. I, we were talking about it before the show. It's so nuts to see since the 28th, right? Where uh, LaMelo's balls, LaMelo's balls, where LaMelo balls minutes were curtailed pretty heavily. Rozier is playing 50% of his minutes without him on the floor. Now, if you just eliminate that, that eight minute game, right? Cause it's a little skewed. He's still playing 45% of his minutes with LaMelo ball off the floor over that span His usage rate from it is from where it is on the season to where it is now. It's, it's up 3%. His assist rates up over 5%. His rebound rates even ticked up a little bit and he's playing big minutes. Uh, obviously he's shooting lights out from three and that's probably not sustainable, but Rozier has benefited more than anybody from the fact that LaMelo Ball's minutes have come down pretty significantly on a nightly basis. Yeah. Um, so one, one quick thing I wanted to mention, I had said that Young was a priority for me from the Atlanta side. Uh, I do want to just clarify that, that this slate is ridiculously top heavy. Um, so like Trey Young's projected for 10% ownership. And at first I was like, that's weird. And then I looked at who was around him. Um, he's a priority in that. I love Trey Young here. I do think there's just a, a lot of really good payoff options so that probably keeps everybody's exposure in check. Um, just kind of wanted to clarify that. But uh, as far as the, the Charlotte guy goes, Charlotte side goes, uh, yeah, Rogier, it, it's a difficult spot for me because his salary is increasing as a result of him playing really, really well, shooting really well, and also getting a lot of these minutes without LaMelo. On the one hand, LaMelo, you can't really project him for more than like 30 to 32 minutes at this point because that's like all that he's playing. But on the other hand, any game where he does get 34 or 35 minutes, that's going to really cut into Rogier at this price. What are you guys laughing at? Not you. I'll tell you. Okay. Sorry. Not, not you. Not you. Um, I thought maybe I was on like the wrong game or something. No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, like in any game Sorry, where very ball, unprofessional. In, in any game where ball plays 30 minutes, Rogier is going to look good getting, you know, 36, 37 minutes. So don't mind getting there in tournaments. Don't mind getting to LaMelo in tournaments, you know, Bridges looks fine in tournaments as well. I don't think the pricing on Charlotte is quite as favorable as it is on the Atlanta guys. So I do prefer the Atlanta side, but uh, overall, just a really appealing game. It is a really appealing game. And I think with Charlotte, we've had trouble getting to them at times because all the price points are insane. But the ownership here, do you think the ownership stays as low as it is just because there's so many other, like you said, high price guys? Do you think it stays this low? I think so. I mean, it's just... It's a 12-game slate, so obviously ownership's going to be more more spread out anyway. Um, but then, you know, also, like I was saying with, with Young, there's a million guys above 10K today that look really good. Uh, even when you talk about guys like LaMelo and Rogier, like on a 12-game slate, you're going to have value one way or another, most likely. And it's not going to – it's probably not going to be that difficult to find money to go from, like, let's say, LaMelo to Trey Young. So, um, yeah, I do expect ownership to be relatively low just because of the, the, the slate size. Okay. On to the next one, then. Philly and Cleveland. So no Jared Allen could be an issue today for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Just throwing that out there. Uh, you've got Joel Embiid coming in around 11%. The guy continues to just drop 30-plus actual point games. James Harden now, you're starting to see this separation in salary, right? And I think you probably should. He's getting minimal ownership and then the rest of philly as i think it should be because tobias harris is still almost 7k maxi's at 7k he's come back down to earth 
Nobody else is getting anything here against the Cavs. I don't really see why it should be any different. No, me neither. Um, it's just a really difficult team to get to from a fantasy standpoint. Like Embiid looks very good. Harden at 10-1 looks good. But, you know, so, so those prices adjusting make it a little bit easier. I mean, the other day you had Embiid at like 11-8 and Harden at 11-1. Um, but they are still competing with each other. They are still in a relatively difficult matchup against Cleveland. You do still have a ton of other options to get to. But they are at least you know, playable in tournaments at these prices. It's not like you're overpaying anymore. So that's pretty nice. Uh, James Harden at 4%, certainly not a bad spot to, you know, be taking a shot in tournaments um, and beat at 11 looks pretty good, but uh, still difficult to say, you know, with certainty, like, oh, this is the guy that's going to have a big game here. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Do you think anything on Cleveland is is worthwhile today with how well Darius Garland's been playing um, and essentially just no, no. Jared Allen could be done until like the end end of the regular season. So yeah, avoiding surgery, but still not. Right, but they're saying like he might make it back by the right by the end of the regular season. I don't know, man. It's not fun when you've got Karis LeVert in the mix and everybody else has seen relative price hikes. I Cleveland's tough today. Yeah, they are. Um, uh, Yeah, they are. And the price tag on Mobley came up a little bit, like seventy nine hundred. His rebounding rate certainly gets better without Jared Allen, but I think he's pretty much correctly priced. I think Garland is pretty close to correctly priced. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's just a couple of more guys. Like those two, I think, are the top options from Cleveland. And if you get to them as a contrarian play, it's fine. But there's nothing that stands out in the context of a 12-game slate for me. Okay. Denver and Washington. So the Denver Nuggets coming off a road win against the Sixers. Just a lousy team. They just can't figure it out. I'm done with them now, Adam. I flipped. You finally accepted that Jokic is the MVP and that Ben Simmons is better than Harden? Stop. Ben Simmons. (laughs) Nash is saying Ben Simmons. He's like, he's optimistic that Ben Simmons could return by the end of the regular season. This guy. That is brutal. I feel like he's going to end up being um, Andrew Bynum. Remember Andrew Bynum, the Sixers signed him. It was his big splash signing. And then he hurt his knee bowling and never played for them. I didn't remember the circumstances, but yeah, I remember. But you remember him coming over. Yeah. I'm not saying necessarily that's what's going to happen, but it seems odd. I was, I was thinking more, this is getting along the lines of, uh, the guy that I think one of the Texas teams drafted that was afraid to fly. So he never played. Yeah. Royce white. Yeah. Royce white. That's I I kept, I knew it was Royce. I kept wanting to say O'Neal. I was like, it's definitely not O'Neal. It was a Houston, Houston Rockets. Yeah. Matter of fact, 
was it? I think Royce White just had a like a boxing match or something, or oh, like really? a, an MMA. F- yeah, I think I'm pretty sure Ben was betting on it. So. All right. Hopefully, he's better than Greg Hardy. Ben Ben will get into like Little League World Series action. Somehow has a book for that. Yeah, I know Ben will bet literally everything. <laughs> and he'll be like, "Oh, it's a print fest." Right. <laughs> I don't know where I'm supposed to to bet that. So yeah, yeah. He he. Uh, one of my, I have a friend who's a, a poker player, and he lived in Baltimore for a while. And we be we're out at a bar at like you know eleven o'clock or something. We're just sitting there. There's like some WNBA WNBA game or something on. Like there was no like NBA on that night or whatever. And he's just sitting there on his phone. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, oh, uh, I'm betting uh so, like the third best league, best soccer league in Mexico or something, like. It just—it's right, what I imagine. Right, yeah. It's like to hang out with Ben. It's yeah, exactly. Third best league in Mexico, exactly. Yeah, when I met, I met, I've hung out with Ben a few times, but um, we were getting ready to to go out to dinner, and I I went by his hotel room to get him, and then we we're gonna walk down, and he's like, "Yeah, come in for a minute. We're uh, I got some, I got a game going on," and he's like, "See this team? They haven't scored a goal in three years." <laughs> <Something like that. laughs> It's just, it's insane, but it's great. It's, it's absolutely one of the best things ever, but um, yeah, with, with, with Denver, with, with Jokic and Embiid, I think it, I think that shifts should, because it's a subjective award. Yeah. I think it shifts the odds. It should have that Jokic yeah, like, and Embiid's, Embiid still had a big, the thing is though, like Embiid still had a really good game. That's the problem. Yeah, I, I personally, and, and I'm very much in the Jokic MVP camp, but I personally don't think that game should have any impact. Like, no, but it will. I, right, it, it will. I agree. Um, yeah. If it had been like one of them just torches the other one and the other one disappears, even then I would say it, it shouldn't have much of an impact, but it certainly would. In a game like that, like I don't think it should have any impact at all. But again, it's going to come. It, you're you're going to at least have the talking points where it's like, oh, well, Jokic beat him. Exactly. That, that's what I mean. That's why it's subjective. But Embiid still dropped 34 points. Right. So whatever. Denver Nuggets. Let's talk about Nikola Jokic against Washington today. Now, this is one where you say it's a top heavy uh, slate with 12 games. It generally is going to be. But even Jokic right now, we don't have projected for a lot of ownership. Yeah. And again, it's just you, you can't have him projected for a lot of ownership because that would mean that you're taking ownership away from other very, very good plays at the top. So it's setting up as a slate where I probably just end up with pretty spread out exposure to the guys at the top. Um, You know, I've talked about it before. When you have a lot of really, really good, similar plays in the same price range, it's typically not the best strategy to just say like, oh, I'm going to pick this one guy and decide that he's the one that's going to have the best game. Um, Typically, I'm going to end up more condensed at price points where there there are fewer alternatives. So I think Jokic looks great here. I mean, he should absolutely destroy Washington. His price tag has come down to 11.9. We've just kind of seen softer pricing at the top in general on DraftKings. Nobody on this slate is is above $11,900. So um, a little bit softer pricing at the top. That typically is going to mean more of a stars and scrub slate in addition to the fact that there's like 800 stars on the slate. Um, but, I mean, yeah, Jokic should just absolutely destroy Washington. They are not a good defense. Uh, they're good enough. They probably hang in this game at home, and Jokic should go nuts. Yeah. I actually wish I realized they were playing in Washington today. I might have gone to the game. Would have been a fun game to go to for sure. Yeah. Washington on the other side, Porzingis. I, how many minutes can we 
can we give Porzingis today? Because his price is reasonable, but he has he's playing, you know, 26, 25, 27 minutes, decent usage, rebounding. Okay. I mean, I I don't know. I was just a little bit surprised to see him in the double digits ownership-wise, at least on DraftKings at 7,200. Yeah, I thought the Wizards played recent, like within the last couple of days. They did. Okay, when, when was their last game? They played uh, the Warriors, right? On two days ago. Okay, that's what I thought, but it's not showing up on Add More Funds, so I was really confused. I was like, I know I talked about Porzingis since I came back from... Uh, they did. He dropped 25 and 8. It, he played 27 minutes. Okay, that's what I was trying to find was how many minutes he played. Um, yeah, so I, I expect him to play, you know, 26 to 28 minutes. He's really, really productive when he's out there. He's averaging around 1.4 fantasy points per minute. He's only 7,200. I think if you get to that price range, there is a ceiling there. The problem is just with this many games, it's a little bit different because, like, the other day, I thought he was a, a decent tournament play just because um, – there wasn't a lot in his price range. And, you know, if he went for 45 at 7,200, you're probably going to be happy. On a slate of this size, there's still probably going to be somebody that does better than that in that price range. Um, but, you know, he is producing around 1.4 fantasy points per minute. That's in line with what he was doing with Dallas whenever he played without Luca on the floor as well. So I do buy into that. It's just a matter of how quickly does he get up, you know, north of 30 minutes. Do you think we should be looking at like, a, th- this is again, one of the issues. It, value is so... Do you think value opens up on this slate? We've got to get something. It's, it's I would it's, think so. There's it, it's mid, March 16th yep, and there's 12 games. Yep, exactly. But right now it's like Rui Hachimura and Howell Neto are guys that will be in lineups today and and double digit percentage wise. Yeah, I mean, right now value is pretty rough. And again, like you just have so much at the top end. Um, Rui at 3,400 is kind of interesting. He's actually playing well. He's shooting over 50% from three. Um, but it's just that, you know, he, he's coming off the bench. He's not locked into a ton of minutes, but at 3,400, if better value doesn't open up, I think getting there is fine. Same can be said for Howell Neto at 3,700, um, you know, playing low to mid twenties in minutes. Uh, don't mind taking some shots there, but chances are there's going to be better value that opens. So the Dallas Mavericks are are four point favorites or dogs actually. They got to be no, sorry, one and a half point favorites because you got no Kyrie on the other side of that one. Uh, did you hear that? Non, like he's allowed to, he's allowed to be at the stadium, but he can't. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my. Yeah, life. he was sitting, he was sitting courtside at the Duke game. God, it's so stupid. Yeah, it, it, it is, it's 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 insane. It is, and, and then he got fined for going into the Nets clubhouse. It, yeah, locker room. It is one hundred percent. It's almost baseball season. I know, I'm just kidding. It is 100% lacking all logic, but here we are. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's just ridiculous that that he's not allowed to – who cares? I, I really don't even give a shit anymore. I just think it's absurd. But uh, with Luka Doncic, this is a spot where you – tell me you're not just prepping for a Doncic-Durant all-out back-and-forth you know what I mean? It, it, oh, yeah. This feels like, and, and I'm not just saying it feels like gut. doesn't matter. Luke is a monster usage player. One, uh, one of the highest, might have the highest assist rate in the league. Actually, no, that's not true. It's come down a little bit lately. But still, he's a monster all around. And now you have Kevin Durant without Kyrie Irving. 
Yeah, it, it's you could very easily it. Um, I don't know if you remember it. I think it was like the 2019 season, the LeBron versus Luca game on primetime, where like the entire fourth quarter was just them trading buckets back and forth. And it was just like an insanely fun game if you had them both in fantasy. Wouldn't be surprising to see the same kind of thing here. Uh, good spot for Luca. Brooklyn, not very good defensively. Luca's price tag's down a little bit as well. Um, you know, again, just kind of softer pricing at the top. He's been great, uh, you know, pretty much all season, but especially without Porzingis and uh, Tim Hardaway. So really, really like Luca. Beyond that, tough to get to much of anything you know Dinwiddie Brunson Finney Smith all kind of last piece in type guys but um, Luca clearly the guy that stands out Judy was boring hello then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com it's my little escape now Judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy Judy The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So just throw, Marco said 10, 20 a.m. and we're only on the third game. I think this is the best pace we've ever had. For I was going to say, we are flying today. We're flying through <laughs> this. What, what do you want from us? Do you want one minute per game? Yeah, I, I just. I'm down. Yeah, I got so much shit to do today, but we're <laughs> going to we're getting through it. You know, we don't we don't mail it in just because we have other things to do outside. I love I, I mail it in. I'm just so good at it. You can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, I, I love Luca today. But aside from that, and you do have no Reggie Bullock either, so take that for what it's worth. But aside from that, it's it's just not a particularly favorable spot. Brunson's fallen under 6K, so there's that. But I don't know. Does anybody else appeal to you at all, or is this mostly just a Luka spot? It's mostly a Luka spot. Um, I don't really see much else from Dallas. You know, Dinwiddie, Brunson, DFS are all okay, but uh, I don't think you're going to end up really needing them today. Does anyone benefit big time from Reggie Bullock's absence just from a minute standpoint? We saw him out last game as well. Yeah, I mean, you probably get more run from Kleba at 4K. He's somebody that if better value doesn't open up, um, maybe, you know, you can go there. But I still just don't have a lot of confidence. Plus, you're not really talking about a big Brooklyn team. So it wouldn't be surprising either if you just see like Josh Green get more minutes. In place of, of Cleveland. What'd they start last time? Luca Brunson and Dinwiddie? Probably. I think they did. I think they start I think it was Luca Brunson. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, Kleba played like 29 minutes off the bench. But again, that was against Boston. I, I'm a little concerned. Like against the the Nets, you might just see that Dwight Powell, Maxi Kleba center rotation where like Josh Green gets more run, Davis Bertans plays a little bit more. I think if Irving was playing today, you would see the same rotation because Brooklyn has so many shooters and you just want to get guys out there that can shoot. But today it might be a little bit different. Kevin Durant, another one here with no Kyrie Irving. Obviously Harden's been long departed. 
it just feels like another one of those spots where if you can get KD playing 40 minutes in regulation, that it's tough. And this team is just, these two guys hum right now. Even if, if Irving's not on the floor, you still have KD. He's getting 6% ownership. So it's going to be, if you're making the decisions on high price players, it certainly feels like one of those days that if some of them are getting a ton of ownership, it's not the worst idea to go to some of these single digit owned guys, knowing that they have the same ceiling. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, and I, I mean, the, the highest owned 10 K plus guy right now on DraftKings is LeBron at like 18%, Giannis at 17. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that in general, when you're picking between these top priced guys, it's more so like what fits in your lineup, you know, what, what position do you need? What price point do you need? I certainly am not pointing to any of these guys and saying like, Oh, I need to force in this guy. It, it you know, at the expense of something else that I want, because I don't think there's a big gap in, you know, a lot of these guys. Durant certainly looks great. If you can get him at 6%, that looks very good. Um, playing a ton of minutes, obviously playing without Kyrie is good. Uh, production goes up there. And like we had said before, you could, it's just so easy to envision a back and forth here between him and Luca, uh, where both guys just go off. Durant this year, 477 minutes without Irving or Harden on the floor, 1.57 DraftKings points per minute, 36.7% usage, 36.1% assist percentage. Sub 11K. He looks great. Okay. Adam, let me see your coffee mug. Someone said your coffee mug is is massive. Ah, it's nothing crazy. I thought it was going to be like one of those clown mugs or something. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I just looked at it in the like swag bag that DraftKings gave us. They gave us coffee mugs that you can control the temperature like with the app on your phone. Oh, that's I'm, pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I still have this from the from the 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 VI the event in uh, Miami from like 2015, the the DraftKings coasters. Oh, nice. I still have the uh, awesome name tag from the Puerto Rico NFL final in 2019. Nice. I, I was nice. his proxy. <laughs> no, I kept I kept the name tag. Why not? Yeah. I see. I, 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 I have final the, I've ever been to was the San Diego one, so it was definitely an experience. Yeah, yeah. I, I usually keep mine, but I have. I, the awesome one, I think, is on my dresser, and then I have the Empire Maker one somewhere in a bag. So, if I ever like need to pretend to be a lot richer than I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think Dragic is warrant? Do you think the ownership on on Goran Dragic is warranted? Right now, yeah, kind um, of is right. Yeah, I mean, eighteen percent, forty two hundred, no Kyrie. He played like thirty eight minutes last game, or, or something <laughs> like that. The the last game Kyrie was out, rather. Um, I really wanted to see if do you think he'll close tonight? We we wouldn't do you think he'll close tonight over Drummond like we've seen? I mean he closed last game alongside Drummond. The the last game that uh Kyrie was out. A lot depends on Curry too. Like we don't have Curry status yet, right? Uh no, he's still questionable. Right. So the last game that Kyrie was out, Curry was also out. If that's the case, I think they both close. Um if Curry is in, I think there's a good chance that Drummond doesn't close, but the Dragic still does. All right, Andrew Kang, I, I will, I will grant this. Hold the coffee mug up to your head, just so we can get, so we can get, like up a little higher. All right, I mean, it's it's kind of big. Jordan's saying, yeah, it's, it's a big mug. <laughs> maybe maybe I was wrong. Maybe. <laughs> you, how much do you fill that to the top? Just load up. Uh, not usually, no. Now, Jordan gave me a hack yesterday because I used the Keurig right. to use, you know, you, the, you know, Keurigs have three settings. 
like small, medium, large. So if you do the small, it just packs a bigger punch with less actual liquid, right? Sure. So, if you've never used Keurig, anyone. I mean, I, the only time I've used them is like in hotels, and I don't usually pay much attention. Okay. Well, Jordan's like, well, do the small one. Do two cups into the same mug. It'll make about as much as the big one, but you've got twice the amount of, of of caffeination. So, dude, I did that yesterday. I couldn't even finish it, Jordan. I, I was, it was, yeah, it was a bit too much, a bit too much, but it, I like it. I like it. Yeah, Adam just pours the whole pot of coffee yeah. into that mug. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, the curry news is definitely significant. Let, let's let's just say he sits out, right? Because this is a second of a back-to-back. -back. We won't have that news probably for a little while. What what does that do for, you know, Bruce Brown and and, and Goran Dragic and, and anybody else? Because obviously Durant already is just going to be a high-ceiling player. Yeah, if Curry is out, it solidifies minutes for those guys because you just end up being pretty shorthanded. If you don't have Curry, you don't have Kyrie. Um, so it would make me think that you are getting something like a 26-22 split between Drummond and Nick Claxton if Curry is out. Whereas if Curry's in, I think it's more likely that you're getting – you know, 22 to 24 minutes from Drummond and, you know, 18 to 20 or something like that from Claxton. Um, but it also would solidify minutes for for Brown, for Dragic. Like that game against the Knicks two games ago, not not saying that they necessarily replicate this rotation. Uh, Cam Thomas didn't play the second half in that game either, uh, and he missed yesterday. But Bruce Brown got up to 41 and a half minutes. Dragic played 38 and a half minutes. So both of those guys are, are reasonably priced. And I think, you know, at the least, you would be expecting like low to mid 30s from both of them. So uh, if Curry's out, they both look like pretty good values. If Curry's in, they still look like good values, just not quite as safe as they would be if Curry's out. Right. And it's an important spot to watch for sure. Everyone knocking the Keurig. Let me tell you something. And yeah, my my wife cleans that Keurig all the time. You use vinegar and everything. If it were just me living here, I don't think it would ever be clean. And I wouldn't know that it needed to be clean. Nope. But, uh, I don't really like coffee. I drink it black now. I just drink straight black coffee and I don't thoroughly enjoy the taste. Right. So if you're like, oh, Keurig coffee sucks, probably does, but it doesn't make it's a necessary evil to me, Adam. You just get it down. It's not like something I love. Yeah. I mo most coffee to me, it's I mean, I, I like coffee. I don't, but I, I'm not, I'm never like, oh, I crave the taste of coffee. Like I right. crave the way coffee makes me feel. But yeah, it's, I, I can drink shitty coffee and not have a problem because I'm not drinking it for the taste. Right. McDonald's actually has good. You ever had McDonald's coffee? Yeah, it's whatever. Pretty, pretty good. But McDonald's, you know, they're putting something in it <laughs> as they put in everything. Right. But I yeah. just go. Do you go black coffee, too? Yep. Usually. Yeah. Me, too. I never used to, but. You know, yeah, to it's one it. of those like I, I prefer it with like some French vanilla cream or something, but it's just like it does. It still doesn't taste that good. And I would rather just not add stuff to it go blue says get an espresso machine i maybe i should I just one. yeah i should just get an espresso machine i really should. i tried espresso the other day the other week out to lunch with some family for the first time in my life never yeah. had it before yeah it's good yeah it's never been it's not it's not bad i mean it's fine you're supposed to put what do you put in it there's a jordan would know it's supposed to like they give you something to put in it i forget what it was Okay. I just, the problem is I, I don't care enough, right? Like it's probably awesome, but for me, it, it just get the job done for me. Just get my thing job. is I have an espresso machine. So like I can make, you know, 
fancy ass drinks, but I'm too lazy to do it. Yeah. So I end up just kind of using it like a coffee machine. So what you can do, okay, so you can do all like, like I can make lattes and stuff. How many have you made? Ten. Well, how many have oh, I made okay. that that actually ended up being like correct? Maybe like one or two. Um, I've probably tried like ten times. All right. I don't. At, at this point, just just wake me up. That's all I need. I mean, and I I also have at least three coffee. I have three coffee shops and a Seven Eleven within like two hundred feet of my front door. So I don't even really need a coffee maker, but I still have one. Yeah, I don't go to. I haven't been to Starbucks in probably like thirteen years. I've been I've to never, Starbucks maybe twice in my life, and yeah, one and one of them was because uh, it was just like right next to my hotel in New York. Stop drop living rent free. Buy your own beans, grind them, and brew it. No, I do that. No. Yeah, I, I, I have a coffee grinder, and then one of the the coffee shop I go to the most has like a bunch of different like coffee beans from all over the place i mean that's cool and all i just don't have time for that shit the first time i went i didn't realize like i'd never bought coffee beans before so i go in and i buy the bag of coffee beans and the guy's like oh do you want me to grind them grind them up for you i'm like no no i got it and then as i walk out of the store i'm like oh i probably don't got it i get back to my place i'm like what the hell am i supposed to do with these <laughs> would you put them in a blender i didn't have a blender at the time uh i didn't I, I still don't have a blender i didn't have a grinder but i was too embarrassed to go back to the store so i just took a knife and started like smashing the shit out of all the coffee beans until i had enough to make coffee right that's awesome exactly go blue someone who accepts keurig will never do that they're talking about me grinding exact grinding the own, my own beans exactly i'm a simple man it used to make me feel a little bit better back uh before yahoo had the csv uploads that NFL season where I'd have to wake up at like three 30 in the morning to get started on lineups. I really enjoyed using the coffee grinder and knowing that I was probably waking up my neighbors. So they were as miserable as I was. <laughs> it is legitimately probably, it's probably way better. I, I don't deny that. Yeah. It's I've really had good. good coffee before. Um, it's just not something you know, I long for. Yeah. Whatever. Portland, New York Knicks. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So uh, we're still waiting on Justice Winslow. This guy's been out a considerable amount of time now with that Achilles, right? And everybody else is pretty much out. So you've got Trenton <laughs> Watford at 6,800, man. Someone said on FanDuel the other day, and that was a nine game slate. There were four Portland trailblazers in the, in the winning GPP lineup. Like it's so wild to see Eubanks and, and Watford and, and Brandon Williams, these guys putting up legitimately good numbers, Josh Hart coming off two huge games, but it's it, like, how long does, how long do, is there, is there meat left on the bone of these salaries? It's a really, really tricky team because when you think about, when you think about like the upside that these guys have with everybody out, there is still some meat on the bone at these salaries in the sense that like if Josh Hart goes and plays 36 or 37 minutes, he can still beat an $8,600 price tag. Yeah. But it's that 
you know, it's it's unlikely that that's the case because they're going to be double-digit dogs in almost every game that they play. Um, on FanDuel, you have more favorable pricing where, you know, Brandon Williams is 5,200, Hart's only 7,400. So it's easier to get to those guys. But on DraftKings, they're really priced to the point where they can pay it off if the game goes perfectly and they're in it down to the wire. But on a 12-game slate, in a game where they have a 105 implied total and most importantly where it's not going to be difficult to find low owned plays that you still feel good about it's really tough for me to get to these guys if it were a smaller slate i think you can make a stronger case for like all right well nobody's gonna play josh hart and he can go get 50 plus but here it's just like okay well nobody's gonna play josh hart but also nobody's gonna play like three other guys who are even better than him so it's really tough for me to get to anything from portland here yeah me too and ownership obviously bears that out we have ownership rankings free today as well pga uh golfer projections are free for tomorrow's tournament you have nhl player rankings uh, and if you're looking to get in on some real action over here take advantage of everything going on for college basketball right now you've got the best bets discord that's the the promo let me see those picks just go to awesomeo.com promos save yourself the time and the frustration and just click it because you can get full access for only $15. That's half off until March 17th, where you've got uh, Alex Baker, Ben Rasa, Steve Buzzard, the Colts, every single day using Awesome's industry-leading projection models to identify the best potential ROI situations uh, in every single game. Take, j- j- if you want the best available picks out there from the sharpest guys you're going to find, go to awesomeo.com slash promos. And get in on that. I think the madness promo is the madness promo still good too, Jordan. Now it's done. Okay, it's done. We confident in that? Let me see those eyes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. He's, yeah, I'm telling you, Jordan's a good producer because you ask him something. He know, you could even ask him something about pop culture, right? Like, you know, it, it, how long was Takashi six nine in prison for, or did he go to? And he probably knows. Are you pr- no, you don't. He said no. <laughs> okay, I feel like that's something he would know. He knows all of that stuff. He's younger than me. What's your favorite Takashi Six Nine song, Jordan? Nothing. None of his music. Are you at, are you going to pretend that his songs aren't catchy? Could you even name one of his songs? Yeah, Gummo. You just made a word up. Look it up. I can't name one, but I know that when they come on, I listen to them. Look it up. Tell me I'm wrong. Look up Gummo. I don't even know how to like spell that. G-U-M-M-O. Look it up. I mean, it's real. I'm not making anything up. I could name a bunch of his songs. He's a goof, but he's got a couple catchy songs. Oh, wow, he does. Am I wrong, Adam? He's got a couple catchy songs. Yeah, for sure. Like he's. I, I can't name them. I don't, I'm terrible with song names. but uh... Me too. Yeah, awful, I'm, never, I'm, I'm never upset if like I'm listening to a Spotify playlist and he comes on. Awful lyricist. Let's not act like he's yeah, saying no, anything no, in, no. insightful. <laughs> but some, I mean, some of the beats, like, it, 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 it's catchy. It's the the drop-off in lyricism from like bef- right before like our prime and right after our prime is uh, pretty wild. What do you mean our prime? Like like our like high school, college, oh right my out of college God, years. Are you you kidding know, like me? so so like the drop off from like you know early nineties to now. Like where you had Big L, right? Big L was some you should know about Big L, but you know, phenomenal lyricist. Uh, everything he did was was amazing. You know, and 
the guy got killed. Crazy story, too. You should look that up. But you, you look at some of these guys, Pac, and, and even Big, like all of those guys back then, you can't. And Eminem, too, right? Like, I guess you, you would you consider that our prime kind of was, right? Yeah, I mean, he wasn't what I was referring to. But, like, he's a, he's he was so much better than, it, like, guys now. It, it's just right. different music now. Like, it's it's I don't even think it's, like, better or worse. It's just different. Like, I would rather most days if I'm building tournament lineups, I'm listening to, like, more recent music because I don't care about the lyricism. I just want the beat in the background. And hell yeah, somebody said Outcast, man. I used to love Outcast yeah. too. Yeah, Outcast was solid. But uh, yeah, look, Big L, you should look him up. If, have you ever listened to Big L? Probably like without realizing it. You, yeah, you you'd love it. You would you would love it. Listen and and then uh, and then hit me up after you listen to some Big L. You'll you'll absolutely love it. Probably not for Jordan. Jordan likes that mumble rap stuff. Like he. Jordan's like Lil Xan is his top rapper, <laughs> no, or, the, no, no, no. or the guy that says is skit is skit it. What's he say? Is skit? You you guys, th there's lyrics. What's he say? Jordan, come on, you know. Is skit it? Is skit it? Is skit it? That's it. Who but is you, that? I don't know who that is. But you guys are listening. Oh, to Oh yes, you do. You're so full of shit, dude. I have What's no his clue. name? I have no fucking What's idea. What's a little pump, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, he knew. Yeah, he knew. Uh. All right. What do you like? You guys need to listen to like like modern lyricists like Benny the Butcher and like Griselda. Like you guys would like that. That's like old school like rap, like New okay, York guys. Maybe I will. Yeah, check it maybe out. Maybe I will. Send me some stuff. Yeah, I will. Got you. Where was? Oh, New York Knicks, Adam. Jordan listens to the Island Boys. <laughs> <laughs> did you say that or did someone put Somebody that? Somebody in chat said it. <laughs> oh, I'm an Island boy. <laughs> what absolute verifiable <laughs> clowns those guys are they're they're getting paid though i assume it, does that not signify the absolute deterioration and collapse of society right there i'm oh, serious it's awful. it's awful. i'm serious you see something like that and all i can think of is i never should have had a, a kid <laughs> i'm serious all right you like the knicks today um, I mean, yeah, they're playing Portland. But from a DFS standpoint, I think RJ Barrett's the one that stands out the most. Um, point guard, small forward eligibility on DraftKings. We actually have him as the third highest owned player right now. I think that also sort of just speaks to the price range. Um, there's nobody else really in that price range towards the top of, of ownership projections. But Barrett's playing a ton of minutes. Usage rates around 30% without Kemba and Rose. Uh, he's getting to the rim. I mean, he, he looks really good. He's improved he looks like a different player than you had in previous years uh and you know playing huge minutes favorable positional eligibility i think rj barrett looks really really good beyond that you know randall burks robinson quickly fournier i think they're all just correctly priced like tournament plays not guys that i'm prioritizing not guys i'll get to a lot of individually but certainly all have pretty high ceilings in this spot against portland no house advantage you guys know but if you don't know Everybody gets $25 when you sign up and deposit there for the first time using the promo code AWESEMO, A-W-E-S-E-M-O. Use the link. That, do we Wait, do we have the link, Jordan, or, or are we the link, right? Yeah. Is it in the description, too? It should be, right? And we'll throw it in chat. Use that link in the description or whatever. Uh, I don't even know if you have to, but it just makes your life easier. Use the promo code AWESEMO when you sign up. They bring you a, brought you a totally different way to play DFS with player prop contests. It's 100% peer-to-peer to help level the playing field. They got over 500 props available, mass entry capability, big prize pools, and of course, 
if you're wondering what it is, there's no salary cap. You're taking the over or the under. You're making a lineup out of that, out of the props, right? But we have built the No House Advantage projections and the optimal lineup tool at Awesome Mode that are totally free. All of those tools every day of the week are free. Odd Shopper is free, so you can compare those odds against No House Advantage, where the props are static, meaning meaning that you don't have to, they don't move throughout the day, so you can get in on that. Uh, and of course, our player projections, uh, our player prop projections are also free over at Awesome O. So use that promo code Awesome O. Get $25 when you sign up and deposit for the first time and uh, download it in the App Store, Google Play Store, or go to nohouseadvantage.com. All right, what's wrong with you? Dog doesn't usually just walk up to me like this. I thought something was going on with her. Uh, <laughs> Phoenix and Houston. What do you want to do with the Suns today? Second of a back-to-back. -back. They, they played, yeah, yeah, second of a back-to-back. -back. They, they ended up smoking New Orleans last night, didn't they? I stopped paying attention, honestly. I, I, was, I was done with the slate by that point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, they ended up. But they, I, they won by 16. Yeah, there you go. Devin Booger's 9,500. This is where it gets a little difficult for me. It's a phenomenal matchup, right? So how do we find how do we find ways to prioritize certain guys like that ahead of some of these lower 10K guys that are also in really good spots, be it Trey Young or I, I, mean, I could go on throughout the 10K range. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. That's kind of why I think this slate is so fun and so wide open. Like you kind of can just play more or less like whoever you want because – you're just not, at least right now, getting much, you know, raw ownership going to guys. Like Devin Booker getting 12 to 13% ownership. In the context of the slate, that's mildly popular. But in the context of like trying to be different in tournaments, it's not like that's, you know, 88% of the field doesn't have him. So um, I, I love the spot for Booker, $9,500 still playing without Chris Paul. Uh, going into yesterday's game, he was at about 1.31 DraftKings points per minute without Paul this year, about 1.28 DraftKings points per minute with Payne on the floor without Paul. So still a really, really good spot for Booker. Um, you know, there's obviously blowout risk, but also a pretty good chance that uh, if they blow out, Booker does it. and it's not hard to see him just absolutely torching this team. Yeah, it's really not. I mean, it's it's just a matter of does the game stay close, but can't even can't even worry about it right now. Houston's played some competitive games at home. Phoenix on the second of a back-to-back. -back. We have JaVale McGee at 8%, though, just once again showing you that there's not a lot of value right now. Yeah, exactly. Like 3,700 for McGee, it's not a play you feel confident in, but it's really just about you can't – with, with all of the massive ceiling guys at the top, this isn't a slate where I think you can reasonably say, oh, well, there's not much value, so I'll go mid-range and you know hope the value fails and the Stars and Scrubs lineups lose. There's going to be guys that go for 60, 70 fantasy points tonight at the top. And so I think it's a case of you need to find value somewhere. And even if you end up, like if, if no value opens up and you end up playing guys like Rui and McGee and they get you 18, 19, 20 points, there's a decent chance it's still worth it as long as you hit on the right top end guys because uh, they end up you know going for a million. So I think you kind of have to go stars and scrubs here, even if there isn't much in the way of scrubs. And that opens up guys like JaVale McGee, where you're just saying, yeah, okay, hopefully I'll get lucky. And he goes for like 24 or 3,700. And yeah, Robert, DM DMX is one of the, one of my favorites for yeah. sure. You were big on DMX too. Yeah. Yeah, listen, uh, he, he was always my go-to in law school when I was going to be up all night, like, writing a paper. Yeah, it was good stuff. It was funny how, like, all of these opinionated people on Twitter and social media suspended their beliefs about everything when DMX died and yeah. was like, God, I just loved it. Where 
you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like if you actually listen to his lyrics, all of these people would be like, "Oh God, I can't, oh no." I if can't if he came out today, a lot of people that were very uh, saddened by his death would have an issue with him even existing. Oh my God, if his music, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 he would get zero airplay. Oh, yeah. Ever, ever. No, they'd be they'd be like, "I'm glad he's gone." In all right, yeah, yeah. It'd be like, "Are we really?" Uh, sympathizing over someone that said yeah. xyz from 100%. any song that he was in or it's just funny how you can suspend those those beliefs for something because either it's widely accepted right or just because you're like well i liked his music right yeah uh anything else for phoenix or houston um i mean uh cameron payne deandre ayton both in good spots as well uh not priorities but just get to phoenix in general Okay. Lakers and Minnesota. LeBron's questionable, but I think. Uh, oh, and from the Houston side, no, I don't have anything. I, I figured as much. That's why I said, do you have anything from either side of this one? Because I didn't yeah. think you'd have a whole lot to get to there. LeBron's questionable. I assume that he's going to be active. Let me just see if we have any news. No. Keep getting all these. And I need to just turn the NFL alerts off. It's too much, man. But with, with LeBron James questionable, you said he's coming in, what, 18% we've got him at right now against Minnesota? Yeah, so even our ownership projections have stopped believing LeBron is questionable. Right. <laughs> Lakers, they're nine-point dogs, 239.5-point total, though. I mean, look, it is it is a pretty decent spot. Excuse me for – it is a pretty decent spot for LeBron. But I, I will say this, and I think this is accurate. I can't remember. I'm looking it up right now. I think Minnesota is, like, top two in defensive rating over the last month. They are – they're second behind the heat, which is pretty insane. I don't know. Maybe it's just they've it feel does it not feel like Minnesota has only faced bad teams recently? It feels that way. It feels like they've been in good spots constantly. Spurs, a heat, magic, thunder, Portland, Portland, thunder. Yeah, that makes some sense. Sorry, go ahead. On uh, on the Lakers. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's kind of LeBron and move on. Um, 11-2 is a very good price tag for him. I do think that it's a case where, like, obviously you can play LeBron 18%. It's not a ton of ownership. It's a really good spot. He's around a one-and-a-half fantasy point-per-minute guy without Davis. I do think that whoever the most popular payup options are, one of the easiest places to start is to just go to, like, less expensive payup or less uh, lower-owned payup options. You know, for example, if LeBron's going to get 18% and Durant's going to get 6 yeah, LeBron maybe projects a little bit better, but... Uh, just, you know, kind of getting to Durant is, is obviously a profitable move. Um, but LeBron, LeBron still looks very, very good. Outside of that, I don't see anything from the Lakers. All right. Uh, and, and by the way, David Porter said, dude glorified killing and robbing people. No, that's still widely accepted in pop culture. Yeah, <laughs> I was not talking have... about any of that. You know exactly what I was getting yeah. at. Yeah. And there's, there's, go listen to DMX's lyric. I'm not talking about the killing and robbing. I mean, yeah, I, th I think somebody also thought that I mixed them up with exhibit because I said XYZ and they corrected and said it's X to the Z. And no, I was just saying like XYZ in place of things I can't say on this show that DMX said. Right. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Papoose. <laughs> I remember Papoose had this song, the, uh, do you remember Papoose? Yeah. Jordan, you don't remember him? No. He had one, I, what was the song? He went through the alphabet with each. And I have to forget. I have to remember what it was. It's actually, a pretty sick. It's a pretty, it's a pretty sick song. 
Uh, Minnesota. Let's talk about the Timberwolves here. Torian Prince is getting the most ownership for them right now. Everyone else just kind of down there. A lot of questionables, right? Vanderbilt's questionable. Beverly should play. He's questionable. Uh, Jordan McLaughlin's questionable. Nas Reed's questionable. But I would assume most of these guys end up being active. Yeah, I typically just assume that now, too. Um, if they're not, then we kind of know at this point like how how things go go like we, we've gotten them ruled out enough but you have beverly questionable you have uh mclaughlin questionable if they're both out you probably get more run for beasley even though he did nothing last game um russell looks better you know his assist percentage goes up but assuming these guys are in 4900 for beverly looks good uh towns russell edwards all look good as well but more so like low on tournament you know contrarian plays than guys that i'm, I'm building around when you get to okc in san antonio then uh, yeah, Tupac, obviously greater than DMX, but just totally different. Um, I, I personally yeah. have zero interest in, and, and, and I'll tell you right now, th this will get some hate. I thoroughly enjoy DMX's music more than Tupac. I, I, agree. I mean, I agree with that. It's kind of like I was saying before, like I listen to what I am fully aware of is just like shitty rap, like a lot more frequently than I listen to like good rap because it just. I want it on in the background. Um, I listen to DMX way more than I listen to Tupac, but I think it's, I think Tupac's clearly like objectively was the better rapper. Yeah. I'm just saying what I, but think it's all subject. I like DMX and, 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 and Biggie be, listening to them better than I like listening to, to Tupac. Yeah, sure. Doesn't mean Tupac wasn't absurdly talented. Yeah, but like, I also like, I listen to DMX. I like listening to DMX way more than I like listening to Nas, but he's not the same level rapper. Right. My favorite rapper is The Game. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Uh, OKC and San Antonio Spurs. SGA is questionable, so that's pretty important here. If he plays against the not great Spurs team, is this even is this game even up right now? Um, I don't know. I'm just curious because if if it is up. I would like to know what the spread is. I had, yeah, 13 and a half points still. 13 and a half points against the Spurs. That's kind of crazy. SGA just snaps every single game anyway. He dropped another 32 spot in like a, in 36 minutes. They were getting smoked, still played 36 minutes. So he continues to get it done. But uh, man, what an insane amount of top tier players on this slate, as you mentioned earlier. Yeah, exactly. Um, like and SGA is questionable, so that could really that that's one thing that could open up some value here. If SGA plays, he looks very good. Uh, you know, we we've gotten plenty of games now without Giddy, and we know how good SGA is. Uh, around a thirty five percent usage rate, around a thirty five percent assist percentage, without Giddy on the floor, likely to give you thirty five minutes or so. This is another game where you could just easily see the back and forth with him and and Murray uh, if the game's competitive. Ten two is a pretty favorable price tag as well. So. You know, another payup option that I like. And then beyond that, you know, Baisley, Mann, Saar, they're all reasonable. You do have Aaron Wiggins back uh, off the injury report. So that is another piece that, you know, cuts into the rotation and potentially takes some minutes away. But uh, we have seen Baisley playing a lot of minutes and playing really well. Don't mind him at 5,600. Do you like anything from – well, and if, if, uh, if SGA is out, it just – everybody's already out. But that would – you – pretty much be forced to look at at value here right i mean like 
Teo Maladon would probably become the highest owned player on the slate. Yeah, I was gonna say if SGA is out, you get a $3,800 Teo Maladon playing more minutes. You get Trey Mann producing at a higher rate and playing a lot of minutes at 5,100. You get just more production in general for, you know, available for guys like Baisley, Pokashevsky, um, you know, $3,200 Lindy Waters probably plays more. Uh, the Spurs also probably win by 82 points, but yeah, a lot opens up if SGA is out. Hit that thumbs up if you haven't done so yet. Appreciate you guys hanging with us. Having some good conversation, making a decent pace today. Uh, San Antonio Spurs, you have no Kata Bates D up and no Doug McDermott. Not a, not a huge factor here, but a really, really good matchup for the Spurs. Oklahoma City just outright terrible on all fronts, whether it's three-pointer, three-point percentage allowed. I was looking at it earlier today, just egregiously bad defensive everything about them is is awful right now and if they lose sga uh it's even worse but do you want to get to Dejounte murray at his price point 10 7 are you looking at Keldon johnson who's had some big games himself recently where do we want to go here maybe some Jakob purtle yeah i mean it's a good spot it's just like it's another team where it's hard to say any of them stand out on the slate because there's so many other good plays. But yeah, I think DeJounte Murray looks great. I have no issue with that price tag. He just looks pretty similar to, you know, Trey Young and SGA and, and other guys. But um, yeah, really, really like DeJounte Murray. Then I think it's a step back. 7,100 for Pirtle looks good. Um, not sure how easy it's going to be to get to the mid-range from a roster construction standpoint, though. But uh, if you do, 7,100 looks good. Johnson, Vassell, Walker all look like solid plays, too. So DeJounte Murray, number one, Pirtle, number two, and then Johnson, Vassell, Walker. Just kind of rounding out lineups. Did you guys know Jordan is a, a juggalo and is drinking Fago right now? Big insane clown posse guy. Yeah, big ICP guy. Jordan, do you, do you even know what juggalos are? Really? Oh man, what a what a what a group that was! What a group that was. By the way, let me ask you this, and then we're, and we're going to get through these final games. We'll send you guys out of here, but we've been having fun with this. Who is your favorite all-time rapper, do you think? Because mine will surprise you for sure. I mean, so, like, if I'm just trying to think, like, who do I listen to the most and, like, kind of regardless of mood or situation, I mean, like, Eminem is the one that I okay probably listen to the most. Jordan, who's yours all-time? Mine, mine is Dom Kennedy. You guys don't know who that is. No, I don't. But maybe I'll listen. Did he say Tom Kennedy? <laughs> what a what a brown nose <laughs> mine is vinnie paz oh so i, I could have guessed that yeah I'm if i you, if i'd remembered his name best one of the best lyricists out there yeah jedi mind tricks or his his solo stuff army of the pharaohs philly guy if you haven't listened to vinnie paz and you like rap especially some like more hardcore rap stuff you gotta listen to vinnie paz get back to me he is as good as it gets as good as it gets, through and through. This dude, if you know, you know. That's all I'm saying. All right. Chicago and Utah. Zach Levine's probable. So we pretty much know what we're getting from the Bulls today. What do you think in terms of there being anything viable in this spot, which is not even a great matchup against the Utah Jazz? Yeah, pretty rough one. Um, you know, and, and it's not – like this is one of those teams if this were like a seven game slate you could make a pretty strong case for any of the main guys from chicago because the the case would be you know oh it's a tough spot they don't stand out but they still have massive ceilings all of that is still true here but you're just talking about so many games you know so many teams already where it's just like oh well i really like this guy but 
I also really like these other six guys. Now you get so far down the list on Chicago where, you know, yeah, could Levine or Vooch or DeRozan be a slate breaker? Sure. They're, they all have that kind of upside, but uh, they're just so far down the list of, of options for me. I think it's going to be really difficult to get to them. How do you, uh, how do you, fa- how do you target Utah? Well, right now, Rudy Gay is projected to be the highest owned guy on the slate. Uh, we have no Boyan Bogdanovich. We have no Daniel House. Uh, Trent Forrest is questionable. Rudy Gay, $3,100, likely to play a nice chunk of minutes. He's not a bad um, point per minute guy either. He started the second half last game. That was after House got hurt. Forrest was out that game, and Bogdanovich was out that game. Gay ended up playing 22 minutes in the game, but he also fouled out. Uh, if he starts tonight, I think it's likely that you're getting you know at least – 24 minutes and at 3100 that's going to look pretty good even if he comes off the bench you're probably getting like 22 minutes or so and it makes him look like a good value so uh obviously like rudy gay and then getting you know beyond that mitchell gobert conley all look pretty good as well conley coming off of a massive game the other night but the bigger takeaway was that he played 32 minutes so that's two games in a row now you've gotten conley north of 30 minutes which uh utah had said a few weeks ago that they were going to ramp up Conley down the stretch. I don't know if this is ramping up or if it's just, you know, coincidence, but seeing him get a couple of extra minutes, you know, certainly makes him look a little bit better at 5,500 than he otherwise would have. Three games to go, Boston and Golden State. Now, if we're looking at games just that should be really, really enjoyable to watch, but probably don't have an awful amount of value from a DFS standpoint, this one stands out to me above all else. Milwaukee? No, Boston and Golden State. Like, great game to watch, fun game to watch, fantasy oh, value, yeah. minimal. Okay, yeah. So I, I heard stands out above all else, and I was just like, what I was the saying it stands out above about? all okay. else is a game that you don't want to really get to, but you would really enjoy watching. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, Tatum, Brown, Robert Williams all, I think, are fairly priced. They all have high ceilings in tournaments, but um, difficult to prioritize them outside of just, like, I have – kind of popular plays and Jalen Brown fits here or Jason Tatum fits here or whatever. But uh, yeah, it should be a really, really good NBA game. Probably not the most appealing DFS game. All right. So do we want to even get to anybody else here? Or is it just basically nothing? We don't, we really don't have to. I don't think we do. No, I mean, it's kind of just it, like, if you need me to tell you that Jason Tatum or Stephen Curry or Jalen Brown are capable of having really big games, then Sure, they're capable of having really big games. But beyond that, there's nothing. There's no reason I can point to this and say, like, oh, you should be prioritizing those guys over the other guys we've really liked. All right. Milwaukee, Sacramento. The, what, what's the, the total in this game is over 240, I think. Yeah, 240 total in this game. So just expect it's up to 241 now. Uh, expect to see quite a bit of scoring. What's the spread? Milwaukee minus nine. That makes some sense here. Giannis, 17% uh, on our initial run of ownership. Ownership rankings, again, are free today. If you want to get on board, get in on that. Totally free. You don't have to sign up or anything. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Bobby Portis. It, it, this is one of those spots where, where you have 12 games. Just no one really is going to get an insane amount of ownership anywhere. Like Rudy Gay and, and Precious Achua right now are the two guys getting that ownership. Aside from that, though, mid-range, high-priced guys, they're really all just in the teens, Adam, or the single digits. Yeah, and Giannis, you know, we have him as the second highest owned payup option behind LeBron, but even then it's 17%. So it's a situation where um, 
I'm not that concerned about the ownership. Like if you want to make the case where you're just like, all right, well, I already have some of the other more popular players in this lineup. Uh, I, I don't think Kevin Durant is like one third as likely to succeed as Giannis. Sure, that's a fair argument. And Durant is clearly a good pivot. But I'm also just not that concerned about rostering a 17% owned Giannis in what is obviously a very, very good spot against Sacramento. He's only 11-7, so the prices come down a little bit. Uh, I think he deserves to be you know, pulling a little bit more ownership than most of those guys. Do you think anybody else should be getting more ownership than they are right now for Milwaukee? I think all of Middleton, Holiday, and Portis are good plays, uh, but they're all in that mid-range where I'm not really sure how much I'll be getting to that from a roster construction standpoint. Okay. Well, we're making – I think we're doing pretty good here. We got Sacramento and then Toronto and the LA Clippers. So Sacramento now has essentially – a good overall matchup just in the sense that Milwaukee is a much better team, but defensively they have not been as good as you would have anticipated this year, which is fine. I mean, that's why you get a 240 total, but it is like, it is so tough to get to a Sabonis today or a De'Aaron Fox today. De'Aaron, Davian Mitchell and Justin Holiday, these are the two guys that are pulling ownership, but only because if any value, any significant value opens up, Ownership for Sacramento will come down considerably, even more than it is for the cheap guys. Yeah, um, no Jeremy Lamb today. So, I mean, there are still some minutes available for those guys. But uh, Justin Holiday is not on the injury report. So you're going to have him. And, and it just creates a situation where, um, you know, DiVincenzo at 4,500, Mitchell at 3,300. They're decent values. You're probably getting around 28 minutes from DiVincenzo. You're probably getting mid-20s from Mitchell at 3,300. They're underpriced, but they're also, you know, and Justin Holiday even at 3,400, probably playing around 28 minutes. With the way value looks right now, um, you know, mixing those guys in makes some sense because of what it will open up. I do like that Justin Holiday is only 7% compared to, for example, you know, Gay at 30, whatever percent he is. Um, you know, I think Gay is the better play, but you do have a pretty wide gap there uh, in, in ownership. You know, Mitchell at 11%, relatively low owned as well. But um, you're, you're not you're not feeling good about those guys. It's more so just, you know, what else they get into your lineup for you. One game to go here. Before we do, shout out to our sponsor. Well, actually, they're not our sponsor. They're kind of our sponsor. Kind of partnered with them, kind of just saying hi to breaksofgod.com. Fantasy sports fans, what if I told you you could catch a break with the potential to net a couple hundred thousand dollars with less than a hundred dollar investment? Well, got great news for you because breaksofgod.com is the place to catch that break. Breaks of God is the latest sports card collecting trend to catch fire in America, and it's how sports card collectors of all ages are building high-value card collections without huge investments or risks. It has quickly become a popular and economical way for sports fans to get high value or rare cards without having to buy a $1,500 box or a case on their own. From football to baseball and everything in between, there are many slot options available for under $100 so you can get in on the big money action. Breaks of God box breaks dramatically increase your odds of getting big money premium sports trading cards for a fraction of the cost of expensive hard to get boxes. And all the cards are broken from sealed premium boxes live on Instagram the cards are shipped directly to you for free when the live break is over. Slots are limited, so act fast. And to learn more about how you can hit big money cards and get 30% off your first break, that's a lot, go to breaksofgod.com slash A30, A30, like awesome That's breaksofgod.com slash A30 for 30% off your first break. Also, make sure to follow them on Instagram at breaksofgod. 
All right. So, Adam, do you only listen to rap, by the way? Are you only a rap guy? No? No. Uh, no. Do you listen to country? Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. That's crazy. Yeah, those are my probably my two most listened to genres. My wife loves country. I just can't do it. There's a couple. There's a, there's a couple. Um, but I, I can't. I can't really do it. You listen to any metal? No. No. I've been on a big Lamb of God tip lately. You almost said it in the same voice that you uh, do the breaks of God. Lamb of God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, someone told me like the new Deftones album. I forgot they were making stuff. I started listening to that. Jordan, are you a country guy? Do you only listen to rap? I feel like you do. I like rapping like some house music. Oh, uh, you're yeah. a house music. You're, you're an EDM guy? Not EDM. Not like EDM, like deep, like deep house. Like, do you snort Molly and, and fly around with glow sticks? No. <laughs> Don't say yes if you do. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> lamb of god all right let's close this out i'll listen to anything man i like a lot of indie rock too big on indie rock uh we're toronto and the clippers yeah you know what i was laughing at this morning where they're like yeah fred van vliet apparently seems to be sore again in that knee after returning and i look adam the guy's been in and out with this knee nick nurse plays him for 40 minutes in his first game back like what is he doing it's it's bizarre 40 um, minutes yeah I, I i would really like this team to just be kicked out of the nba or at least taken <laughs> off of dfs slates because it's miserable but dude yeah, they, still, uh, they won that game by double digits too and he played 40 minutes so, go ahead yeah i mean it's I, I we just talk about the same thing with toronto now like every single day if fred van vliet is in he looks pretty good at AK. If Fred Van Vliet is out, Pascal Siakam looks better. Gary Trent looks better. Scotty Barnes looks better. You can take shots at Chris Boucher. You can take shots at Thaddeus Young. Precious Achua looks pretty good one way or the other at 3,900. And we're done with Toronto. Like, it's just the same thing every day. I know. It's, it's, getting, it's getting sickening. What about on the other side then with the Clippers? Now that they're all back. Yeah, so getting them back, I mean, we'd actually seen them running pretty tight rotations, but that was out of necessity. Now you have price tags that have come up and players coming back. So, you know, yeah, Reggie Jackson can have a good game. So can Zubat, so can Morris. But I don't really see anything that I plan on getting to. Okay. Well, an hour and a 10 minutes for 12 games, I'd say we did quite well. Yeah. Jordan? Appreciate you, man. Appreciate all you guys hanging out and chat. This has been fun. Hit that thumbs up before you go. Subscribe to the channel. Follow Adam at Ship My Money DFS. Me at Lafay underscore D. And we'll catch you back here tomorrow on the uh, NBA Strategy Show, right here at Awesome O YouTube channel. Peace. <laughs>